0: Welcome to Profiles in Business, my name is Kyle Marshall. Amanda Delamer wants leaders to lead effectively. That might sound like it's easy, but people's insecurities can cause friction in the workplace and frustrations in the individual. We recently got onto a Zoom call with each other and I started off by asking Amanda to describe what her specialty is.
1: Well, my practice is Soul Tree Coaching and I am a leadership development coach and facilitator. and. More specifically, I help managers in engineering, trades, technologies. I help them be better leaders. In engineering, in technology, in the trades, there are a lot of black and white that happens with the job, with the actual work they do. There is a right and a wrong, a correct way or an unsafe, hazardous way. And it's not the same when it comes to how we connect with people, how we communicate, how we work through conflict, how we manage. It's not black and white. And I help managers in those areas, especially really step up and become leaders so that they have the impact and the influence that they want to have in their organizations.
0: I don't know exactly how I want to ask this question, but something that popped up from that Like With who you work with, these people there who are leaders in their industry already, are you helping out with things that they need to build a skill in? Or is it like they don't have the confidence in something that they already can do?
1: Mm, Love that. I would say that it could be a bit of both. And I'd say it's more times than not the latter. That they they may when they you know uh, come to me and are looking to work with a leadership coach, it may be that they feel they don't have that skill or don't have the capacity. And really, what they find is that it's that confidence in I'm in this this position to have great impact. And so how can I show up? How can I lead in a way that people want to follow, that people are engaged, that I not only get productivity and efficiency out of the people around me, but I also inspire them. I enroll them. I communicate and connect with them in a way that they want to keep coming to work. They want to keep coming to work because of the job that they do, but also because of the environment they create.
0: I forget where I saw it. Was some social media platform but it was a little graphic is kind of calling out the fact that um, most employees do not leave bad jobs they leave bad managers you know what i mean so absolutely. it's like it definitely yeah. can certainly impact your quality of life if you don't have the proper leader in place
1: absolutely people don't quit their their jobs they quit their bosses yeah a lot of the time so yeah i'm working with those bosses so that their time and energy can stop going into rehiring retraining all of that and instead focus on building up growing expanding elevating the people around them
0: that's great amanda let's go back in time a little bit uh where did you grow up
1: yeah i grew up in saskatoon in saskatchewan oh. yeah
0: what was it like growing up in saskatchewan
1: I I don't know. The word lovely just popped into Mm. my head. I was in Saskatoon, uh, did my undergrad there too, uh, until I was 21. And then I decided to move out of the country. And I guess the word lovely comes up because, yeah, it was just, it was easy. It was nice. I had all of my family there, had Mm -hmm. great uh, relationships. Yeah.
0: You say you moved out of the country. Where did you go?
1: Yeah. So after my undergrad, I decided to move to Finland. I had a couple of international opportunities come up. I, I was 21 and I wasn't really ready to settle down per se uh, with any job or to really commit to a career path. So, yeah, I went and worked uh, for a high tech company in, in Finland in a city mm-hmm. called Dampere it's the second largest city and i ended up staying there and continued on with my master's
0: i mean i know this is completely reductive but i love the fact that you decided to move somewhere that is colder and darker right (laughs) (laughs) that's where that was your your goal i guess the flip side of that then is what made you move back to canada
1: when i finished my master's which was in engineering there i crossed paths with uh An incredible man. Uh, He happens to be from Argentina originally. Uh, So, yeah, it was a a love story. Uh, We fell in love. He finished up his schooling. I finished up mine. We thought, let's cut out one of three countries that we're working with. And Calgary seemed to be a a nice place to to settle where, you know, in Canadian terms, it's a short drive back to Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. You can get there in half a day. And uh, flights to Buenos Aires when we want. So it seemed yeah. like a good good place to to settle and, and opportunity because, yeah, Saskatoon was lovely. And after leaving the country, I wanted something else. I, cu- I couldn't go back.
0: Maybe I blew past this, but, you know, you said you were working on your master's. What was it a master's in?
1: Yeah. So I actually did up to my master's in engineering. So I have both oh. business and, and engineering there. And actually my first job... It was that, that engineering track that that set me up there. Um, but I never really fell in love with or found myself in engin- real engineering roles. Mm-hmm. I was always in facilitating uh, people management, conflict management. I really enjoyed that part of it, the building people up. And I still remember my the head of my department in Finland said to me, it was at the my husband's doctoral defense and his reception after. And I was giving my speech and I had some tears. And and Paul said that, well, that's Amanda's crying because Amanda's an SOE. She's a sort of engineer. Uh-huh. And I said, yep, that's me. So I, I loved the background. I loved the knowledge that I could do it. And I also really loved that you know when i remember telling my mom that yeah so about that engineering i don't think i'm going to do that and she it was kind of a uh, yeah seems about right so you know when i started coaching when i fell into fell in love really with developing leaders developing myself is really where it started yeah i just remember thinking yeah this feels right and i love that everyone around me knows that yeah it's where you're supposed to be and the added bonus is that a lot of my clients fall into that engineering technology trades. So I don't have to have that background. And I think it is one reason that clients are drawn to me is that I do have a view to what it's like to work in those environments.
0: Were you doing like coaching before you started your own, like before you started Soul Tree coaching yourself?
1: I was not. I wasn't, let's say, formally doing it. Right. Um, but I I asked my employer um, at the time I was in a, a middle management spot and, and I had asked for support to work with a leadership coach myself. I remember when I when I asked my employer to support me and when I started working with a coach, I remember thinking, OK, I need to find coping mechanisms. So I need to find ways to keep me successful or thriving in this environment that is clearly not working for me. And in that time working with with my coach, I just discovered that this is quite silly, actually. Why, you know, why am I trying to make myself fit here? And, you know, yeah, I just remember she encouraged me, if for no other reason, uh, she saw in me that it would seem to be a natural fit, given what I was doing at that workplace, and if for no other reason, self-development, right? Just to go through that journey and, and discovering more about myself. And I fell in love with it. So after some of the courses, I decided to keep saying yes to the mm-hmm. certification process and yes to the supervision and yes to the accreditation. And, you know, just found myself, doors kept opening. And I, you know, I've been doing this for just over 10 years. And in those 10 years, I've had three children, and so it's allowed me to be that professional who gets to support others, and it's a profession that is constantly giving me that nudge to also, you know, ask and support the same of myself. And I, I get to be a a, a mom and a, and a, and a leadership coach, so and many more things. <laughs>
0: you know, in your role as coach, you're, of course, motivating other people. Like, how do you keep yourself motivated?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the first thing that comes up is that, well, Kyle, (laughs) sometimes I don't. And um, I mean, it's not like I have these secret uh, keys to keep motivated. And I would say one of the main Two of the main drivers for me are my clients. I feel like every time I get off the phone, which is mostly how I coach, I just feel energized. I can feel bagged before, you know, starting off with a certain or starting off with clients for the day. And I just time and time again, I am, I want to say I'm surprised. I'm just in love with that. I'm always feeling so energized after. And the second thing that motivates me is my family. I have an incredible partner who he's he really he's my everything. And we just want the best for each other and we want to enjoy life together. And Mm -hmm. my kids are a constant motivation of yeah, this is why I wanna take I, I want to elevate and support myself to thrive and feel my bucket. Keep my bucket full, so that I'm able to then support my kids, my my husband, everyone else that I cross paths with. I can't really show up for them if I'm not showing up for myself.
0: Do you have any like specific plans for the future? Is there something that you're working towards at all?
1: Well, my youngest of three just turned five, and so next year she's off to kindergarten. And I would say that right now, I'm enjoying the growth that's happening. And yes, I'm being intentional. Yes, I'm, I'm creating more connections. I'm um, letting people, I feel like right now the growth is letting more people know who I am, letting people know that I'm available and just to continue to uh, seek out and be connected with people that I really want to work with and that really want to work with me. So through Soul Tree, through my private practice, through my corporate group, which is Advantage Management Consulting, there are seven of us um, that we do one-on-one leadership coaching and also facilitation through Dose Air Wellness here in, in Calgary also. So supporting people as they're going through their health and wellness. I just feel like really focusing in on that leadership development. So whether it's helping people communicate more effectively to work through conflict with confidence and and not have it seem like such a big thing. I want to support people to have the impact and the influence that they they actually have such an opportunity with given their their roles within their organizations. I want them to have that impact and show up as a leader in a way that also allows them to leave work at the end of the day and have a life. To have something that you know, when people ask how are you, a lot of times we say we're busy. I I want my clients to say, you know, I'm I'm great, works great. I on my way to my kids' hockey game. I'm you know going out for a date night, whatever that looks like during these times. Um, but that there there's more to life than just work or or dealing with conflict at work. I want people to feel alive. I want people to not wait for retirement to enjoy life. Do it now because we Mm -hmm. don't know. Life is actually too long to to not enjoy the moments, right? If we are waiting for, if we find ourselves constantly waiting for the weekend or for our next holiday or vacation days, or when we retire, we're going to miss out on a lot.
0: Or even like the flip side, you hear these stories, um and maybe we're we're just told the negative side of things, but those people that are in management positions for so long and they're they do retire, and then within a year they're dead because they just have nothing to fill in those those gaps. Yeah. they've only been focusing on the work without kind of enjoying the life that's around them as well yeah. I guess to finish off here, if someone was thinking about wanting to go down this road of coaching maybe they're in a job currently and they're thinking i think this is where i want to branch out to like what advice would you give to someone who's at square one
1: okay i'm gonna i'll back up because i i have thoughts coming in around what if you're considering working with a leadership coach and what if you're considering coaching as a career so in terms of what if you're considering working with a leadership coach just like with many things, Kyle, it's it's about the connection and, it, and, and really it has to be quite genuine and natural and almost instant.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, working with a coach, it, it, I am not the coach for everyone and everyone is not the client for me. If you are ready to, I don't know, laugh at yourself, lighten up a bit, talk about some really heavy things, but do it in a way of, you know what? Having a a tough conversation will not be the death of you. And so let's, you know, get to if if you're looking, if you're curious about if there's another way to feel and be, it's a great reason to just reach out, have a complimentary coaching consult with me. We'll spend 30 minutes talking about maybe what, what coaching, how coaching can support you. We'll get to know each other a little bit. And really, there's no one size fits all. So reach out, book in a consult, and and we'll take it from there. Uh, In terms of if you are thinking of coaching as a career, also reach out. Let's have a coffee. Yeah, ask me a ton of questions because I was saying earlier that I'm not the coach for everybody and every client is not the client for me. And, you know, probably only a third of my clients are physically in Calgary, because I coach on the phone. And now that, you know, Zoom seems to be, it'll probably be in the dictionary soon as a, you know, a word. That's how I meet my clients is via phone or via video call. So it's not just about finding coaches local to Calgary. Also, I want, I love having a network of people that I trust, that I know, and that I can say, you know what, it sounds like you would be a great fit with so-and-so. Let me put you in touch. So just the same as I have therapists and psychologists or other health and wellness professionals or other, um, you know, recruiters or HR consultants I love having a network of people that I trust, that I know, that I want to support them and also growing. So just, yeah, I guess I'm just a a friendly uh, safe person to to call or or set up a time to chat with because it you know i it fills my bucket to be a leadership coach. and yeah, if you're considering it, start with, are you ready? to to really take a deep dive to know yourself better because that's what you're going to be asking your clients to do and if you can't do it yourself then there it might not be the career path for you and Mm -hmm. if you are you know i guess buckle up it's going to be a great ride so
0: well to that point i suppose if people did want to get in contact with you how can they do so online
1: so you can go to SoulTree.ca. Uh, Or you can reach me at Amanda at soultree.ca.
0: Perfect. Thanks, Amanda.
1: Thanks, Kyle.
0: Thank you for listening. All the links to follow up with Amanda are in the show notes. Until we speak again, have a great day.